Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JB. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JB. Okay, all right. Because it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajb.com. You were man on fire last night on the post. <laughs> Your boy is back. And This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. After it, and so good to have you here as we welcome you inside the Bunkers studio. Josh Bertaccini making it happen with you on a warmer, right? Not totally all the way there yet. I'm not going to tell you that, but a warmer morning as we get into it here on this Thursday. Really appreciate your finding the show. You've done so already. You're versatile. You're smart. I'm thinking you have a lot of friends. People like you, mostly because you don't take no for an answer. What a phenomenal audience y'all have been. Uh, evolving with us. Couple different clicks, right? To find the new gig on the radio the last five plus months. But you know what? You're doing it. And we are five months through this bad boy and we have nowhere to go but up and up and up ahead, right? Because y'all are not going anywhere either. And Northwest Arkansas is one of the best kept secrets that's out of the bag now. Folks, finding more and more about this bad boy. Our sports vibes around here are strong. Has somebody tried to do sports talk radio around here before? I don't know, but we should. If we haven't already, um, love catching up with y'all every day. Not just about you guys and your your vibes and your reciprocity, though that's a huge part of it. But you got to have a, a pilot here that you trust, right? You got to have a lead dog at the front of the plane who's got some kind of connection with you. Personality, some energy, some sense, and at times some zaniness too. I'm not saying I'm always right about everything, but we have a nice time in it here, don't we? If you're time shifting this bad boy up. If you are listening back to it later on in the course of the day, good for you. I mean, who are we to tell you when to listen back to shows anymore? Do it on your own time. It's the best way to go. And I think you'll find when all is said and done that you like what we're working with. Podcast platforms proliferating out there. So if there's one that we're not on that you would like us to be on, let us know and we'll make that happen too. At the real NWAJB on the social media, of course, you can get after us there with a response, a, a text, a tweet, a Facebook comment, you name it. Podbean Live, nice way to get involved, too. Of course, enable that microphone access and you get a call in. You should know the windows now on this show to get those calls in. Of course, people's postgame show round, what, three for SEC basketball season coming up in two days. So Saturday afternoon, two o'clock, excited for it. An hour of post-game reaction to what hopefully will be Arkansas climbing back to within one game of 500. The Hogs find themselves right now at one in three in the SEC, 10 and seven overall. Basketball, the name of the game in the college sports world. We'll talk a lot more NFL today too. Divisional round playoffs looming. Our question of the day 
already up for you because you know we're working on multiple fronts every day. On paper, headed into it, what is the best NFL matchup this weekend? So you look at the divisional round, you got four games up. It's like the Elite Eight of the NFL this weekend. What's the best NFL playoff matchup this weekend? And four options up on the board. Got some big spreads that we marinated on a little bit yesterday and last night. Of course, our official picks coming up tomorrow. A strong start to the postseason with a 5-1 and one week last week after a very mediocre uh, 500 performance during the regular season. Picking games is hard. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Texans at Ravens. Packers at Niners. Bucks at Lions. Is that really a playoff game? Playoffs. Uh, Chiefs at Bills. Man, you got the quarterback magic there. But I feel like Texans-Ravens has got some quarterback magic too. Stroud against Lamar. So many questions about Lamar Jackson and his ability in the clutch. What about Jordan Love? Is he for real or is Brock Purdy going to refine his groove? And then Baker Mayfield and Jared Goff. Not that it's all about the quarterbacks. It's not. But that's kind of immediately where my eyes get drawn when I'm looking at these different games. Blake Lovell to join us coming up in half an hour. Tremendous SEC basketball writer and broadcaster based out of Nashville. We'll catch up with Mr. Blake in just a little bit. Get a feel for the early stages of SEC play. Arkansas hosting South Carolina tomorrow. Gamecocks with a loss in their last contest. Kind of surprising fashion down the stretch at home. Jermaine Petty, 805. Get some thoughts on these NFL plus. I think it's the best weekend for the NFL flat out. And we'll do a little baseball talk, too, about Dockin and Daryl Strawberry getting their jerseys retired for the Masons in the NYC this summer. Uh, We'd love to get back for one of those days. But let's go back to basketball for a few here in the opening thoughts this morning. Josh Bertaccini with the in-studio. So many phenomenal folks who made this bad boy happen as we get after it each and every day. Support local, my friends. These businesses are rock stars. And they put their money where their mouths are. They do. They want good local sports talk in their lives. And they know that this is one of those few places where they're going to find it. Heck, I don't know where else you would find it, but we're not going to let you down here. From football back to basketball. And yeah, I mean, all of a sudden you're creeping back into the race. Not to say that this is the formula and the MO every time out and the only way to do it, but For Eric Musselman, it's definitely been his formula. His theme recurring has been watch your team sputter and throw some sparks out the gates, spark plugs, really. And and you're, you're not playing on the same page. The defensive tenacity always seems like a work in progress with these Eric Musselman teams. But you know what? I mean, that could be not only a part of who the players are, but a part of the way he coaches them up. You want to give your team a chance to improve as the season goes on. It's like the folks who've tried to tell me the last four or five years, and again this year, that the basketball season's over because they've lost a few games in November and December. Guys, it's not football. It's not the same thing. So football, you only have a handful of games. And if you lose a couple that you shouldn't, one or two that you shouldn't, the whole thing comes off the tracks real quick. There's no question it does. Basketball, not the same way. Certainly not until later in the year 
when you've already stacked up some games first. Later in the year, that does start to happen. Later in the year, you can be you know completely up or completely down about a single game. But early on, my goodness, guys, we still have... And what's this team? One and three in the SEC. We got 14 games left to go and a lot of home games, a lot of winnable home games. This idea that they're not even an NIT team. Remember that last week? I mean, it's amazing how down fans can get. And I'm not judging. I really am not judging. I'm just, you know, telling you what you've told me back to you. Is that as fans by nature, and I can be the same way too at times. Are you kidding me? But by nature, as fans, we're overreactionary. Teams are the greatest things since sliced bread because of a single play. And they're the, the worst teams ever because of a single loss. Okay. Then why do they play so many games? Why is the season so long? Why is the postseason tournament not first? And then the regular season later because it's a, a really long season. And there's a lot of work that goes into it. Now that said, you don't want to get too far into a hole lest you put yourself into a predicament where there is no way to climb your way out of it. I think right now what we're watching is an Arkansas Razorback team do its annual climb back up the rock face, trying to find redemption again. And that's a lot easier said than done when you got 20,000 people heckling you, heckling you, you know, cheering, hooting, hollering, some heckling you. As you go up and down that mountain, right? Not peace and solitude, not quiet and focus. You got some raucous environments you're in at home with the 19, 20,000 and on the road with the whatever. Probably have 12,000 at the hump next week, the renovated hump, whatever they're calling it now. But this basketball team is, uh, it's not great. It's really not great. The front quarters, I told you out the gates this year is a little thin. I know some folks wanted to kind of poo poo that and move past it, but. Makai Mitchell being counted on as like your main guy down low. That didn't feel right in the offseason. That doesn't feel right now. Chandler Lawson, remarkably inconsistent. And Chandler Graham is like a twig. I mean, I love the footwork. Everybody, oh, his footwork in the paint. Can't pass. Can't make a free throw. Doesn't rebound. Not a big defensive player. What do you want me to say? I've soured on JG. I've definitely soured on JG. And so, you know, a few more minutes for Bayfall here, a little Trev Brazil there. Brazil's problem right now, too, is that he's getting forced to play the center. The guy is not a center. He's a tweener forward. It's like a three slash four who the Hogs are asking to play a five. And anybody who's ever been on a team, and I was on plenty that didn't have a ton of size. If you're the tallest guy on the team, <clears throat> as I was a number of times at like six, three, you know, which is not that tall. But for, you know, for a regular basketball team, it is all of a sudden. Guy who loves shooting threes, love playing. Oh, I'm a small forward. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a shooting guard. You're playing center, JB. You're going down. You're the five today. So Josh is the five. And it's like, what are you going to do about it? That's kind of where Trev Brazil is at right now. He has been deputized into the role of being this team's center. He's like their de facto center. And if there's one thing Trevon Brazil will not be professionally as a basketball player, it's be a center. No. Not thick enough, not broad enough, not wide enough, not skilled enough as a big. He's not a big. The guy is a wing. He's a freakishly tall, unbelievably high jumping wing. So add it all up the last few minutes of basketball talk, mix it together and what do you have? 
kind of a wonky looking team. I mean, I don't want to call them ugly. Like I, I have a dog named Lucy. She's very sweet. We got her from a shelter four years ago. I love dogs. My family, big dog family. Uh, she's a big dog, very big dog. But, you know, she's kind of weird looking. Like the legs are a little stubby and, you know, if she's listening right now, I'm probably hurting feelings. I love you, Lucy. Like it's not personal, girl. Somebody better. I think I hear her scratching at the back door. Anyway, so Lucy dog is ugly looking. She is in a lovable way. Right. You glance there and you're like, Ugh. that was my first reaction. We got her from the shelter four years ago, early COVID days. Ugh. But Megan's like, you know what? She's kind of cute. Look at her face. She's sweet. Let's get her comfortable with the kids. If she can pull that off, um, she might be our dog. So you get to know your dog, just like you get to know your team. And you know what? She's feistier than I thought. She'll be aggressive in a spot. She likes to hold the fort down at night. You know, she's not a huge eater, but when she needs to, she'll take chunks out of things. I've seen her bite people's ankles who went in the door too quick. She's a tougher dog than I thought. And she's not all that ugly either. I mean, again, like I said, the pieces... On the mutt, and she's a mutt. We did the whole DNA test thing. It's, you know, whatever nerdy dog lovers thing, but she's a mutt. She's an Arkansas porch dog, as my vet said. She's a little bit of everything. But you look at her, you're like, what are these stubby legs? Your tail looks like it's way too long here, you know? You got this mottled brown fleur that's kind of bristly. It's not the softest. She's very timid at times. You know, she you're like, you want to be ferocious at the front door, and then other times you want to just like lay down in the corner and not even come over here. So, up and down, hard to figure out. You know what? She's a good dog. She's a good dog. You just know it. She's got the heart. She loves the fam. She gets better as time goes on. We should all be so lucky. I'm loving the loose goose talk tonight. And this morning, got a little into the dog last night, a little more into the dog today. I, look, dogs are important. We should have more respect for these creatures that show us so much love and affection and undying loyalty. How does that relate back to Razorback basketball? The team is kind of ugly. All the pieces don't really fit together. They're undersized. They've got stubby legs. You know, they're not great at, at, at hitting open threes. They don't eat their food sometimes. They just leave it out there on the floor. You're like, that's a mess. You got to knock that shot down, son. Can't, can't leave buckets on the floor. But they're finding ways. Are they, the, are they the toughest team in the glass? No. Sometimes they go and hide in the corner while the other team gets 19 offensive rebounds to their three. But they do listen to their coach. What we did learn the other night for sure is that they have not checked out. This Arkansas Razorback basketball team has not left the building on Eric Musselman. Not yet. And if you're still in the fight and you still got a pulse, got a chance to win a game. And if you could beat South Carolina, that'd be two straight wins. That'd be a an actual winning streak. And yes, my friends, it has happened before. Uh, Hogs trying to climb their way back into the race. Noon. On Saturday, two days away, I'll have your people's post-game show with Choice. What, 15-plus years doing the post-games with y'all? And, man, love it as much as I do now as, as when we started then. Uh, two to three for our one-hour people's post-game breakdown of uh, Arkansas and South Carolina. Let's take our first break of the morning. We're 15 minutes in. A lot coming up today. Blake Lovell on the SEC race. Jermaine Petty on the NFL playoffs. What's the best divisional round matchup? I'm sure we're going to get a lot of Chiefs fans weighing in. But really, on paper, what's the best of these four matchups? 
JB with you. Bunker Studio. We are coming right back. A to Z Golf Bars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, horse cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall. Full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art, and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year, and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49, online, olsonclinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461. You know, there, there's Arctic winter weather, and then there's realistic winter weather. I think this is a little more realistic. Temps did creep back up over freezing yesterday. Thank goodness. And I think we're headed up over 40 degrees here today when all is said and done, which sounds awesome right now, doesn't it? Uh, thanks for finding us through the mobile device that you're listening in on. 90 minutes live sports talk radio for you every morning as we get you that Razorback and NWA lens on the day that is to come. 42 degrees are expected high today as far as temperature is concerned. And then back down to nine degrees tonight. How in the world do you explain that? Mother Nature, I'll tell you what, she is quite fickle, my friends. 21 degrees tomorrow, 25 degrees Saturday. So we're going to be back down in the, uh, the freezing cold here real quick. A lot of rain next week, maybe back to the 40s. The 40s sounds tropical. It's amazing by comparison how that works. Um, 
Yeah, a lot of Razorback basketball out the gates tonight. Kind of needs to be. Hogs trying to fight their way back to respectability. A team that had some great wins in the first month of the year against Purdue and against Duke. And you're thinking, wow, this might be Muss's best through yet. Biggest accumulation of high-end talent at once. But some of the problems that we've discussed at length continue to plague them. We'll talk some more about them with Mr. Blake Lovell from 14 Southeastern. Longtime SEC basketball man. Get an update on the standings and kind of the the league hierarchy, if you will, just a couple weeks in. That's coming up in a bit. Let's get some other items out there. Headlines of the day. Jerry Jones says he's bringing Mike McCarthy back, giving a gift to the rest of the NFL. Mike McCarthy going to be back for a fifth season as head coach of the Cowboys. How much of this is Jerry Jones thinking Mike McCarthy's the right guy for the job? And how much of this is Jerry Jones at at 82 years old? Like, I just, I don't even want to deal with the coaching search anymore. I've had enough. We've got what we've got. We're close. We win a lot of games. It doesn't look like a Super Bowl is going to happen again for me, but I don't need to go and get another coach anymore. He did ride it out with Jason Garrett for a long time. Maybe Jerry has calmed down a little bit. Maybe he has. But the statement here, let me see if I can find it. Jerry Jones, yesterday afternoon. I believe our team is very close and capable of achieving our ultimate goals. The best step forward will be with Mike McCarthy as our head coach. There will be great benefit to continuing our progress under Mike's leadership moving forward. Wow. Wow. Um, I think it's, you know, it's probably not the worst move. It's definitely not the most proactive move. I don't think the Cowboys are going to win a Super Bowl under Mike McCarthy. They struggle to win a playoff game. I mean, it's just the fact of the matter. But to bring him back is... uh it's troubling, I, I think, for Cowboys fans. Certainly any listening to the show are thinking, wow, Jerry's waving a white flag here. He's just giving up the fight. I mean, sometimes it's easier just to keep riding the horse that you're riding than it is to blow the whole thing up. I think we get caught up in this, oh, well, they didn't win the game they were supposed to win. Let's just get rid of the coach. Let's just trade all these players. Yeah, that's not a guarantee of anything. Heck, that's not even a guarantee they're going to be back in the same place next year. Mike McCarthy's biggest problem is that he was a decent coach once, but everybody's got a window in whatever business they're in. Some of us able to stretch those windows longer for others, but you're not elite as a head coach for 20 years, unless your name's Bill Belichick and how good was Bill Belichick at the end? Not very good, but you know, again, greatest coach of all time. Fine. Say Belichick was a rarity. That's not Mike McCarthy. And I think the way his team approaches the playoffs, unfortunately, playoffs is with more of a sense of dread and fear. That's what we've seen the Cowboys come out and play like in the postseason the last couple of years. More of a sense of dread and fear than proactive. I'm going to go win a football game now. I mean, the defensive approach wasn't nearly aggressive enough. They got lit up. Dak Prescott turning it over left and right in the first half. You can't have that pick six. You just can't. And uh, he and CeeDee Lamb weren't even on the same page. They spent most of the first half kind of side-jawing at each other. So, I don't know. Uh, I don't... 
Now next year will be all or nothing for Mike McCarthy. Didn't we already do this like the last two, three years? It is what it is. Other items. Uh, Milošević, Warriors assistant coach. That was a scary story. 46 years of age, not very old. Former basketball player, really good player in Europe. And um, had some big years over there. And he passed away, I guess, at dinner. So there was a dinner and... He's there with his coaches and his team and he, he collapses and has a massive heart attack and then passes away after being rushed to the hospital. Warriors and Jazz canceled their game last night. It happened in Salt Lake City. Guy had a lot of connections to a number of different uh, current NBA players and that's just a sad, sad story. So tough one there as the Warriors lose an assistant coach right there in front of the whole team. That's brutal. Um, Elsewhere, Nuggets, Josh Giddey, who's being investigated, right, out by uh, authorities in California for a relationship with uh, an underage gal. Well, he's been cleared. I guess there wasn't really evidence of much, and he and the girl have figured it out. Somebody posting on an Instagram, probably a jilted ex-boyfriend, about her hanging out with him. And so that whole thing got put to bed pretty quick after just a couple of months. Giddy's an interesting all-around player. Not a superstar, but has that Australian kind of big man style, even though he's six foot. He's like six, 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 seven. He's a big shooting guard. But, you know, I was at that Thunder Knicks game back around Christmas time, even there in OKC. You know, Giddy doesn't quite get the cheers he used to get. And and it's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, but you better be careful. Before you get accusations made. In a court of public opinion, sometimes that's enough, right? Sometimes that's enough. Anyway, police have cleared him on that one. So he's got that going for him. Um, Other stuff. NBA last night. Knicks come away with a big win against the Rockets. T-Wolves go to Motown and beat Detroit. No surprise there. Celtics... Ravaged the Spurs by 20. Wembayama's averaging 19 and 10. Have you seen how good this guy is? 7 for 4. Frenchman for the Spurs. Unbelievable player. Averaging like 5 blocks a game. We've never seen anything like this before. His team can't win a game. They have no other players. Uh, Cavs beat the Bucks by 40. Giannis and Tito Compo before the game saying, I'm out. I'm not playing. Uh, he does have a, a banged up shoulder. Bobby Portis stepped up 16 points, 6 boards, 6 of 11 from the floor. He's had such a nice career, hasn't he? The former Razorback in the NBA. Just a great run of it. Already got a ring to his credit. He's not going to be a Hall of Famer. I'm going to be wrong, but you can go down as one of the best uh, pro hogs ever. There's no question about that. Pelicans beat the Hornets by 20. New Orleans isn't bad. Lakers over the Mavs by 17. They needed that one desperately. And Blazers late night over the Nets in a game that nobody cares about because why would you college hoops last night LSU beats Ole Miss by 9 89 to 80 Rebels with a little bit of a reality check on the road Jordan Wright scores 27 points in that game Ole Miss falls to 15 and 2 Arkansas is at Ole Miss coming up next Wednesday night at 8 o'clock that'll be a tough one on the road what about Kentucky over Mississippi State last night 92 77 Kentucky getting itself back together after the loss to A&M. Auburn went into Vanderbilt and won by 15. Vanderbilt is so bad right now. That's a program that actually used to be 
semi-respectable in basketball, at least, and uh, not so much right now. So those are your finals from the SEC last night. We'll talk with Blake Lovell from 14 Southeastern about the standings and the games coming up this weekend in seven minutes. Other top 25, UConn's number one in the country again. The defending national champs hanging in there. They beat Creighton. That was a good game. 62-48 to defensive battle. OU over West Virginia, 77-63. That helps Arkansas when Oklahoma wins right now because of that game between the two earlier this year. Houston shellacks Texas Tech, 77-54. And NFL playoff time this weekend. We're doing it. We're getting after it. Jermaine Petty to weigh on the games coming up in half an hour. Mark Schofield, USA Today NFL reporter tomorrow, 740. Four games, all juicy. Our question of the day is up there for you. Which of these four is the best matchup? You got Texans and Ravens in Baltimore. Packers at Niners in San Fran. Bucket or Santa Clara is the case, maybe. Uh, those two on Saturday. And then Sunday, Bucks at Lions in Motown, the city that won't go down, where the music sounds stays around. Chiefs at Bills, the capper. 5.30 CBS, the finale in Buffalo. And our question today on paper, what is the best of those four matchups? Got some big spreads this weekend. Got some big spreads. Baltimore favored by nine over Houston. Niners favored by nine over Green Bay. Really? Detroit favored by six and a half over the Bucks, And Bills only a three-point fave over the Chiefs. But Josh Allen versus Patty Mahomes one more time. I'm excited. Quick break. Back and four. Blake Lovell. More SEC basketball. The real NWAJB. Here for you, the people. And make no mistake about it. We ain't going nowhere. Quick timeout. Right back. Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville. A tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu. The Dustin Omelet, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's. Celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. 
See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey, folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen, and we're here to help taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas, North Central Arkansas, and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. Anytime you have a chance to catch up with the Blake Level, it's a great morning. What's up, Blake? How are you, buddy? Yeah, doing well, my friend. Good to talk to you as always. Great to hear your voice. And uh, middle of January means really cold, right? It has been crazy cold here down south of late, but it also means uh, warming up in conference play. And here we are, four or five games in, and it's not crazy early anymore, Blake. It's not crazy early. Yeah, it's, uh, as always, I think we... You know, we we learn some things in non-conference play, and then we learn some things early in conference play. And obviously, we're kind of trying to, to to piece the two together to figure out exactly what some of these teams are. And um, so, yeah, it's been very interesting so far to see how you know the leagues played out. You know, four games in, and um, obviously, again, it sets up for a huge weekend for for several teams just based on um, how they're starting or a team like Arkansas that's trying to kind of climb their way back up. Give me your biggest surprises so far. How about three surprises for good or bad or in the middle? Three things that have surprised you about the SEC in the first couple weeks. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, you know, I think Arkansas is is in there um, just based on, you know, I had high expectations for this team, as you did and many others heading into the season. And, um, you know, obviously good to get the win over A&M, but still a long way to go to be an NCAA tournament team right now. And um, so that's certainly been a, a big surprise to this point, I think. You know, the way Auburn has just dominated teams, I think that's been somewhat of a surprise. Um, Thought they'd be good, but didn't think they'd beaten every team on their schedule, uh, minus the two they lost by double digits. Um, And maybe the most complete team, you know, I think they are the most complete team in the SEC, deepest team in the country. So I think that's been a a bit of a surprise. And then, you know, honestly, you could group these two teams together. Georgia and LSU being three and one in the league right now. Um, that's not something I would have expected. I thought these were two bottom four teams and um, they're playing some pretty good basketball right now. So yeah, it's, it's been interesting to watch those two. Let's flip it quick. Who's the worst. I mean, Missouri and Vanderbilt are, are both going through it. Arkansas has been bad so far. There's no question. I don't know if they're, you know, Vanderbilt bad, but there, there's some teams at the bottom that are a little gross right now, Blake. Yeah. I mean, I think Vandy is just, um, they just don't have, the the overall depth I think you need to be able to compete in this year's SEC landscape. Um, you know, obviously they played a couple close games, had a chance against Alabama a few weeks ago, but um, that's about it. You know, and everything else, there's just been a lot of disappointing results to this point. And 
Um, I think four of their their five wins are against teams that are, you know, way outside, like the Ken Palm 300 and such. And so there's just not been a lot there uh, for the Commodores. And like you said, though, Missouri's had their struggles too and kind of a an off year. I think they'll bounce back next year with a, a great recruiting class. But, yeah, those two have struggled to this point. The coaching in this league is something that is not a struggle. Man, compared to where it was seven, eight years ago, it's like night and day, Blake. But, I mean, top to bottom, pretty much every team in this league, even the ones that are scuffling right now, can lay claim to somebody they believe is going to turn it around. And, man, we've seen some early results, obviously, for a guy like Chris Beard at Ole Miss already. Uh, there's not really a, a bad SEC coach right now. Now, I mean, and that's what makes this thing difficult, right? It's like, you know, as I always say, someone's, Someone's got to finish one through 14 and, you know, in a coaching roster like this, you're going to have good coaches that are, you know, near the bottom. And, you know, it's like, again, look at the, the group of teams that are one and three right now, you know, it's Arkansas, they're Musselman. It's, you know, Texas A&M with Buzz Williams, Chris Jans, I think is a really good coach. Mississippi State's one and three, um, you know, Todd Golden, I think has, there's a lot of upside there. They're one and three of Florida. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just, that's kind of where you are. And you know, every year in the SEC, you have programs like LSU and Georgia that want to kind of make that, you know, ascend. And now that they are, someone's got to go down for that. And so, uh, yeah, it's just, it's wild to see kind of what this roster has become coaching-wise. All right, we're talking with Blake Lovell, 14 Southeastern, one of my favorite SEC basketball writers, good friend of the show, real NWAJB coming at you here from the Bunko Studio, courtesy Team B Media, and we appreciate your listening to the program. All right, so I'm looking at the standings here, Blake, and I'm thinking about what might happen here this weekend and moving forward. Uh, you alluded to it already. Auburn and Bama are both 4-0. Missouri and Vandy are both 0-4. Quick, before I get into the weekend's games, what'd you make of, speaking of Alabama and Missouri, what'd you make of Nate Oates shoving a player out of his huddle? Shouldn't run wild. We, we understand how it works in games. We've all played and understand it, but you just can't do it as a coach. Um, now, again, at the same time, uh, Twitter, as we all know, can be a little dramatic sometimes. And um, I don't think there was harsh intent. But, you know, there were people acting like, that. I think Oates may have, body slammed him, you know, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant style or something, but obviously that didn't happen. Um, not surprised that he didn't get suspended. I just, I thought it would be something the way it was, but look, it is something where, again, as a coach, you know, you can't do it. You put yourself in that position and it's just not something you should probably do. Let, let the other coach handle their player. You handle your players and that's that. Yeah, completely agree. Well said. A little overhyped by some people, but well said. Um all right, this weekend's games, Arkansas and South Carolina. Hogs one and three, South Carolina two and two. Man, Arkansas staying alive, barely, right, with that Tremont Mark buzzer beater. Got to make it two in a row coming up Saturday at noon here at Bud Walton Arena. Man, you brought up Arkansas scuffling already, surprising you. Why do you think they have scuffled so much, Blake? I just, you know, I feel like the thing we always say when Musk builds his teams is it is – and it's not just him anymore. It's everyone. It's just, you're always banking on the chemistry coming together when you're rebuilding a roster every year. And there are just some years where it doesn't happen. And I think we've seen at so many points this year, for whatever reason, there's just, it's not connected. Um, and, you know, we saw in the Duke game, very well connected. Everybody put, you know, it was what it was, but this year, you, you've heard my say, it's just like, he's trying to find the rotation every single game and it could change drastically from one game to another. Um, and that's been the biggest difference. I feel like in recent years when they've turned things around, 
you've been locked in knowing exactly who got one through seven or whatever it was and how many minutes each of those guys are going to play. It seems like they have no idea how it's going to change year to year. And so it's tough. But like you said, I think it's worth noting. Look, South Carolina is really struggling to shoot the ball right now. Miles Studi, I think, left with an injury in their last game. Um, this is a great setup for Arkansas to really get that next win. Um, and, you know, obviously a tough schedule still coming up, but they got to have this one, like you said. Well said, Blake. I have to. And it has been what you're on the money. I mean, you sound like you've been watching Arkansas up close to personal all year, which I'm sure you watch a ton of. Uh, but man, you're on point. And one game to the next, you don't know the rotation. It's been hard to define leadership roles, go-to player roles. I think we've seen of late, Tremont Mark really emerge completely as that go-to guy. But um, we're getting we're getting a little late to still be scrambling with who you put on the floor. Uh, Hogs home for Carolina. Absolutely got to win this game to get to two and three and stay in the fight. Uh, Tennessee home for Alabama. What a game is uh, that is this weekend. Georgia's at Kentucky. You mentioned Georgia's revival. Heck, I want to see Chris Beard and Bruce Pearl get together at night down on the plains. This league might not be great this year, Blake, but as we wrap it up, it still is pretty entertaining on any given night. Yeah, it is for sure. And like you said, I think there's been a lot more you know, interesting matchups just based on, again, kind of where some of these teams are at right now. And I think it is kind of an interesting setup, like you said, this weekend when you look at these games. It feels like there's, you know, storylines aplenty and and so and pretty much all of them. And um, again, I think it goes back to what we said about the coaching roster and just kind of seeing where some of these teams are, right? Alabama, I mean, they're the defending champion. People thought they were taking a big step back. They haven't so far. Um, and then again, what, what Auburn's doing and um, obviously Kentucky and Tennessee kind of leading the way. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's fun to kind of see how this thing plays out because like we said, there are going to be some good coaches and probably some good teams, uh, in the sec that, that maybe don't make the NCAA tournament just based on not being able to kind of withstand, uh, the grind of this schedule this season. hundred percent. The Blake level 14 Southeastern, my man, your guy, man of the people making it happen. Looking forward to a great weekend of basketball. Stay warm, Blake. Thanks for joining us. Okay. We'll talk soon, brother. Sounds good. Thanks as always, my friend. All right. He's awesome. Make sure to get Blake up on the podcast later today. And look, I mean, so much truth there out of what he said, bringing that to the table, especially right now, when you think about, you know, the fact that this league had a lot of people predicting doom and gloom for some of the teams, including Kentucky that had been at the top the last couple of years. And now it's, it's not that story for them, but then other teams that, you know, had, had been kind of quiet success stories, stayed in the fight, been relevant to come unravel 756 real nwhab with you nice spot out of blake level as we continue the conversation this morning arkansas razorback basketball taking on south carolina at noon on saturday and when you're trying to dig out of an 0-3 hole it's a big one because they're all big ones right now let's take an end hour break back in four minutes jermaine petty joins us we'll talk some nfl playoffs next